Previously, on Strangers Rolling Dice, the party assailed the occupants of this strange diorama. They surged across various landscapes, combating desert sands, a strange hill, and a field or a plain that seemed to enchant the birds that Bart Fudd summoned. Beyond this diorama, a door that sealed a monstrosity. However, the party needed to escape. Uncomfortable fighting any longer in Bulabatur. They seek a means of egress through the ceiling. There's a hole with silvery light that shines down. One of the newest, the newest addition to the party, Spark, rockets a grappling hook up there and it makes purchase on the stones. They hoist themselves up after waiting very friendly-like to help others get up first. No one comes, and Spark begins to shimmy their way up this rope. Meanwhile, Crow, Bart, the axe beaks, the birds that Bart summoned, they're all gathering by this door. This door where they see the hallway from whence they came. There are frogmen zombies coming around the corner. Their shadows in the faint glowing light dimly elongating. Very scary. Let's not forget, Karzalek went on a rampage, almost killing the mount that this party has so dutifully protected. However, once he goes unconscious, the wording of the spell on this axe, the curse, you are berserk until you start your turn with no creatures within 60 feet of you that you can see or hear. I ruled that when you are unconscious, you cannot hear those creatures, nor can you see them. So, having been brought to unconsciousness, the Berserk curse is momentarily lifted from Karzalek Brotze. You are in a tricky situation here. We are more than 40 rooms into this dungeon. And we've been playing this campaign for more than a year. Most of that time at this point has been in pursuit of or navigating through Bulabadur. I'm excited to see how this ends. But we're not done yet. Last week, this spider reached out at Spark and readied its giant mandibles and legs in an attack. And we're gonna pick up right where we left off for I think the longest continuous run in initiative order in SRT history so far. <laughs> First up, let's make that attack against Spark. What is your armor class, Michael? Um, can I, uh, I would like to, as uh, this thing is reaching out and about to bite me, I imagine. 
Yes. I would like to uh, stick my hand out and just yell, No! And cast <laughs> shield. Nice. To add, to add five to my AC, making it uh, 21. Okay. 21 is going to be hard to beat <laughs> for this little hoping. spider. Uh, it does have a decent attack modifier. However, it rolled a 10 on the die. So I think we see it flailing against you, trying to make purchase. You shout, no! And what does this magical shield look like? I think I, like, put my uh, my hand out, because I didn't have any weapons out. So I just, like, put my hand out, and I, like, kind of, like, cower. But I, like, throw my hand up in, like, this kind of uh, upward motion. And this, like, spectral hand comes out and blocks it. And okay. it's just kind of floating there uh, for the uh, for the round. Awesome. Okay, spectral hand. So, top of round billion <laughs> is the burbs. Okay. What was our last command, Che? Uh, to come gather and mill and block. Okay block the corridor. I mean, I'm going to motion them forward and have them really get in there. Like, choke it up. Surge into there. Okay. Yeah, so like three or four squares forward, just get in that choke. Sure. You you yell to your bird summons to yep. go and deal with that undead threat in there. And they do. I look, so I just, look to I the obvious leader. It. Yep. The obvious leader of the group is that one because he has a purple dot on. Oh, that a one purple has a red dot. dot. Purple I mean, dot, they, yeah. there's a lot of ones. The, the <laughs> different colors. Purple dot is Excalibur, um, and he is the leader. Excalibur. Remember, Excalibur. there's still one that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, the other purple just uh, grazing, <laughs> grazing forever. Maybe he's the real leader. Um. Okay. You surge your birds into the room, and they go. Flop, 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 flop. They're giant webbed feet. Now what? They look well, around, milling around like a stampede of fairly Bart, large birds. And Bard's just going to hold his hand up in the air like holding a fist and just be like, hold, hold, don't let them through. And then look to Crow and be like, do the rope. <laughs> okay. I'm sticking with Bland from last time. All right. One bird across the way who is grazing looks up at you with a mouthful of grass. And just goes really like narrow, lazy eyes in your direction. Munch. Munch. Not gonna be, not gonna be fooled. Munch. It's looking at its, its gaze narrows over. and like anime style, like sideways lines. <laughs> it looks at you. Munch. Oh no. Munch. All right, next in the order it's Karzalek Grotza. Okay. Let's see. Crow and Bart. And a small armada of axe beaks are holding down the gate. I imagine Sparks' yelp was probably likely heard down in this chamber oh, below. Yeah. It okay. echoes down like, oh, from the, uh, you know, shoot above you. It's actually quite acoustically powerful. Okay. Cars is going to. We're gonna. I'm gonna circle back to Cars. He's has to, to sussy things out with Dap, but the time being, they got to get out. Cars is gonna give Dap a a, gen, a very gentle kick after 
previously planned in acts, and he's trying to be very, you know, thoughtful and considerate of hmm. his mount. So he's going to standing long jump dap 20 feet okay. across the chasm over the lava and whatnot to into land near the this hole. Into <laughs> over in. the body of Guapsop. Over the body of Guapsop, does a barrel roll for style points, <laughs> lands on the other side and shouts up, you there, what's, what's going on up there? Just making some new friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? Is is it safe to... We need to get out of here. We're coming up now. I'm working on it. Blast it. Working on... Uh, with that. <laughs> the big spider thing. <laughs> okay. Cars. And with that, Cars is just going to take one look at Dap. And... He's going to come to the realization that... This might not be an adventure where he can accompany Dap where Dap can come with them the whole way through. He is envisioning maybe there might be a chance if they can get out, he can find a reliable exit to guide Dap out of. Mm. So he's just gonna look at Dap briefly and you know, quietly apologize to him for, you know, though not his fault, feeling like he brought him into this mess. And yeah, that, probably pretty emotional right now after all the things that have happened in the last few minutes. Yeah, he's, he'll, be, he'll look down and basically just... Uh, I'm sorry, friend. We've we've been through so much in such a short time, and he's gonna look back at Bart and Crow, just kind of trying to hold it down there. He knows the time is ticking. Looks back at Dap. Uh, I'll I'll be back. I I promise. And with that, he's gonna dismount and he's gonna dismount and start trying to make his way up the rope, regardless of okay whatever yelp-inducing thing mm -hmm. is um, up that hole. Okay, you start to climb up that rope so each one of those squares is going to be five feet up the rope you need to travel sorry i didn't need the squares forget about the squares you need to travel 20 feet up the rope to reach this square from then on it is to scale okay understood so and this was um a this was a dex say no well, it is uh athletics to climb all right let's see DC how these five oh all right well my athletics bonus is a five. So wearing plate armor, do you have Ooh. anything that affects? It? Um, mm. you know? I, I'm honestly, Mr. G Mr. DM, I would mm -hmm. argue plate armor would inhibit a disadvantage, and that's just me. Like, Let's just see what the rules as written say. Oh, um, I can't remember seeing any. Stealth has disadvantage. Clink yeah. clonk, clink clonk. But you are not movement encumbered. Cars likes a strong dwarf. You think dwarves can't climb while wearing some heavy armor? I mean, come on. Dwarves, right? Yeah, it's like I'll take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, a 22 will do it. You are able to climb up this rope at your normal difficult movement speed. 20 Excellent. feet to get to that square up above you. So where does that put you? Right. At difficult, that puts them right at halfway. Okay, right at halfway up the rope. Okay, so 10 square, 10 feet of empty rope below you. Spark went, ready to action from the spider. Then Karzalek went, now it's the spider's turn. Okay. Yikes. I still have shield up. Spider 
is going to attempt to bite you again. Yikes. That. Ugh. Karzalek syndrome. It's a 20 to hit. Yes. That does not hit. Mm. <laughs> shield is great. I love it shield. It is a great spell. Karzalek and Crow. Situation uh. there. Okay. Can't hit you. That's all it can do. Moving right along. Next in the order is Crow. Alrighty. Probably. Um. So I heard the commotion, obviously. The yes. birds are doing their best. I think going over towards the rope is the plan. So, mm-hmm. alrighty. Um, yeah, move over there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I think it's me 30 to get right below. Is uh, cars making progress going up? Yeah, he's uh, there's 10 feet of rope below him that's empty. Yeah, um, I think I don't want to just get on the rope right below him. Okay. At the ground, basically. So I'm just going to ready an action to cast a spell if anything dangerous breaks us into the room. Okay. Covering cars is back here. And that's it. Got it. Okay. Moving right along. We are at Bart's turn. So, Che, it's your turn, and then it's the bird's turn. Do you want to work with me here, and we'll rule that you ordered the birds to do that, and then on their turn, they would do this? Yep, that's fine. Okay. That was not as bad, I think. So So these birds are rushing into the corridor to choke it up. That was true even before we messed things up. They're still doing that. They're doing it good. I think Bart is going to follow. One, two, three, four, five. Um, You're on the rope right now, Crow, or no? No, Crow's right at the the, the foot. Like right, one no. hand on the rope kind of deal. Like yeah, I'm gonna I'll get right behind you. And I will guidance you. Woo! Oh, yeah. look at that. That's not used often in this party. Uh, do we still have the totem thing or is that long gone? Um we're still on initiative order, so we should still have so it. So which totem is that? It's the str- the str- advantage on strength checks. Strength based checks. What, um that's what this pink guess, circle yeah. down here is. Yeah, that's what that thing is, um, yeah. 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 So you're within range. What's the range on that? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, so you're within range so long as you're basically within the room. By the time you leave the room, you'll no longer benefit yeah. from that climb bonus thing. Your first strength check will be with advantage plus 1d4. Well, you probably could have rolled with advantage too, like, but you rolled a 22, so probably wasn't going to be any better than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys, you run over there. You cast guidance on Crow, like she's ready to go up this thing. Is at the end of your turn? Yes, right okay. behind you, Crow. All right. Yeah. On the bird's turn, at the top of the order in round infinity, the birds surge into this next chamber and fill up that hallway, ready to fight the onslaught of zombies, and that brings us to the uh, zombies turn the source of my I confusion the door because the idea was like brace against the door did you well then when Bart you missed the things over. to surge through right so then and closed it yeah because okay, well, I, 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 I did the misty step and closed door thing twice yeah it was dope okay. so then so then we really need to re-examine what's happening in the 
in here. <laughs> I mean, I was imagining them no. all piled up against the door. So I didn't okay. think it really made a difference. So they, the they surge towards the door way, not actually into the hallway. Is that Che? Is that acceptable? That's fine. And then we really should fine. I check in and be like, is there anything else that I'm forgetting or missing about what's going on right now? That <laughs> we won't is... know until we remember it. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm just gonna move all these birds into some way to keep the narrative flowing here. Imagine like a room. big squawking just pile. Yeah, a know. rabble. Okay. A rabble. Yeah. Yes, a rabble of birds rabble, rabble. clamors at the closed door, through which then that means you wouldn't be able to see what's going on anymore. So let me make that adjustment. The heckin' bazombies are begone. Well, yep. like, like, as we shut the door, we saw a fancy zombie. You saw yes. one that looked a little bit funkylicious. He looks like George Clinton, basically. He no. looks like George Clinton. Okay. <laughs> Actually, didn't he look like George Clooney? Wasn't it that? I don't remember. Uh, Is Paul Rudd going to be back again? Paul no, Rudd, no. George Clinton, and George Clooney, the zombies coming around the corner. Um, let's keep the actual game going here. So, uh, let's, let's see where we're at. Birds went to surge up against the door. Heck yeah, to birds. block anything that comes through. Stop them. Next is the zombie's turn. And you presume that they are doing zombie-like things. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Spooky. Spooky, spooky. One second. Do, 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 do. And next in the order is Spark. And we've corrected our initiative order here. Round of applause oh, for yeah. everybody. Hey, we're actually on right track job. now here. And Probably the back. sixth or seventh mistake Lock we've made in the initiative order since we started <laughs> this three sessions ago. <laughs> yeah, you want to give your dungeon master a marker heroism? You totally can. You, you, uh, some groups Almost. play with DM inspiration. No? no? I will okay. give you a mark of heroism for when I DM for you. If we succeed on a roll, you can be like, fuck that. I don't yeah, want to I like re roll like it. Yeah. Legendary save for a DM. <laughs> and pretty much. Yeah, I can wow. be like, I really want this to fucking happen. So if I do something really cool, hey, you could always come to a vote and be like, yeah, Dungeon Master yeah, gets a mark true. of heroism. Dungeon Master gets an inspiration die to use. And I'll, I'll, I'll use it for something cool. I promise you that. I'll keep that in mind. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, in uh, Tavern Tales, they have these gems that they, they give out to the the players, but also to the tavern keeper, the storyteller. Um, and there's white gems and blue gems. I'm going to get the colors and what they do wrong. But one of the gems, let's call them white gems, they are advantage, just like what we do with hero points, basically, you know? And the other one is the way they do their podcast is there's a storyteller at a tavern that's telling the story and narrating it. And when they spend the other gem, they get to interrupt the storyteller and say, wait, 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 that's not how it happened. This is what happened. And they get to basically replace narration or boxed text with something else. 
which that I love. so powerful. It's very powerful and very disruptive to certain kinds of storytelling, but it's very interesting. <laughs> Let's keep things moving here with Spark's turn. Okay, um, at the beginning of my turn, my uh, spectral shield fades, and I look up at this big scary spider. It looks like just like a big spider, or does it look like any kind of different kind of monster or anything? Like, have I ever seen anything like this? Uh, yeah, you've seen things like this before. Uh, okay. It's it's a giant spider. There there have been okay, over the many years you've been down here. Yeah, there's nothing aberrant about this thing other okay. than the fact that it's, you know, it's a giant spider. But okay, I'll actually say that because you've been around here before, you've seen other spiders of this species of varying sizes before. This is a pretty big one. Yeah, okay. Um... I will just uh, look up at it, and I will just uh, say, do you know where you are? And I will use Mind Sliver um, to, uh, it has to use, make a intelligence saving throw. Oh my god, do you know where you are? Make an intelligence, that's spooky. Um, yes, okay. I kind of like stand rigid and straight, and I just like look like him, or uh, look the spider dead in the eyes. Okay, and, like, I'm gonna look at this intelligence score here. Who oh, no. knew? Oh, good. Okay. Um, it's DC 14. All right, so I got to roll it. Good number. <laughs> had, a good, a good a number. Feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Intelligence was. A, was you guys want? You guys want? You guys want to know? Uh, what the number I have to roll is? Or you want me to to keep it in suspense here? Do it. Do it. Do it. A, a nine. Better than that. I'll tell you that. I rolled a nine, <laughs> but not that's enough, not though. enough. No, not even <laughs> close. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it fails. Oh, right, because, yeah, I was thinking the wrong way. Nice. Okay. Yeah, um, it has so... a minus four to its uh, save here. <laughs> nice. It's a dumb um, spider. It's a dumb spider. So I do have a question. Um, it says for Mind Sliver, um, I'm only a fourth level sorcerer, but okay. it says... When the spell's damage increases by 1d6 when you reach certain levels, 5th level. And does that count for me being mm. a f- over 5th level total? Or do you know if... Uh, would you think that I, I have to be... I don't know the answer to this question. I wasn't sure question. I should have asked so, beforehand. At higher level D&D I guess I should have just... I know beforehand. So this is there's a Reddit post. I'm just going to skim it real quick here. We'll see what Wait, people say. I appreciate it. Cantrips function on character level, not class. So a cantrip from any source oh. increases, regardless of what class That's levels tight. you have. So even a champion fighter who takes the ma- that seems like the cooler option, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, it seems more balanced because otherwise you just kind of get yeah. stuck with lower level things as you multi-class. What I really don't want to do is penalize people for making a flavor. F- so in this situation, I think it's clear. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't see any so official. Take- documentation anywhere that says this but um that was the first result on google all right cool then um the spider takes seven points of psychic damage and has to subtract a d4 to its next saving throw okay um and yeah and i'm gonna go ahead and use two sorcery points and do a quicken spell so i can cast thunder wave as a bonus action so it has Whoa. to make a constitution save and subtract the d4 from that. Shit. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
Constitution saving throw. Uh, and then you roll me that d4. I rolled a three. DC is 14. DC is 14. Just gonna do some math here. Uh, yeah, it fails. It fails. Nice. Okay, um, so I don't know if there's enough space for it to be pushed back (laughs) 10 feet. I was kind of hoping it would take bludgeoning damage because there's not space. That's up to you. Um, Uh, it's gonna be pushed. I think the way this works is you raise your hands over your head, block, a spectral hand comes in and blocks its blow, and then in the next moment it tries to bite you again. It misses, and I think we see you sort of shift your body around a little bit, and you actually rocket it against the side of the wall. Boom! And it rockets back into its position, but basically, like, you used a wave of force to slam it against the chute's wall, in the only space there is to move around here. That's what I will rule. Go ahead and do your damage. Sick. Um, I rolled 14 points of thunder damage, and I think okay. what it looks like as uh, Spark does this is uh, uh, they just lower their hand after, like, cowering from it, and they just mm-hmm. uh, stand up straight. And or I guess they did the hmm. the, uh, the Mind Sliver right before, and they just... Um, they... They just uh, stand up straight, and, like, the sparks are just kind of emanating throughout, like, their body a bit more so, maybe, than before. And uh, they just go, kapow! (laughs) And a giant... (laughs) It's just like the the pow part just explodes, and it's a (laughs) very incredibly loud noise that happens. Okay, huge clap of thunder from the chute above you that was already, I said, acoustically amplifying thing. Um, This sounds up there and you hear the hiss and screech of a spider i want you to roll me 1d6 extra bludgeoning damage as this thing is pushed hard into the walls in this cramped space i rolled a five that's exactly what you needed nice and the spider is crushed into a goopy pile of guts <laughs> and legs. I just shout down to the others. I think I got it. <laughs> As uh, got it. yeah, the sparks continue to emanate even more so off of me. Okay. Everyone down below notices that the silver light in the chute is glowing brighter now, and you hear these thunderous noises from. That's what I figure. Bart is just maybe being spattered with spider guts. <laughs> yeah, just raining spider guts a little bit from the shoot above. <laughs> I got it. Splat, splat, splat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's unclogged really the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a I large sized creature in this pipe. Shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I still have movement. Yeah, you could move up. There's more. I could, yeah. uh, well,. You actually think to yourself, grappling hook's anchored right there. To move right up farther, either you're going to need to throw okay. up more rope, or the tunnel is at points near the edge. Um, you think thin enough in these sort of weird, like, jagged alcoves. It's not a really neatly done passageway. Um, <laughs> there's, like, room 
to brace yourself with all four of your limbs and attempt the climb up. But it would be, yeah. you estimate, more difficult than yeah. the rope climb. Now, that wasn't an option yeah. below because there was just like 20 feet of open air to get to the chute. Now you're standing on a ledge within the chute with a dead spider. And then there's about one, two, sorry, one, two, three, four, four more squares. So 20 more feet above you that you need to traverse to reach what now looks like there's some sort of like cap over the top of the chute that looks like it's not made out of stone. Okay. Um, I think if I can't use my object interaction to try to help whoever's coming up next, I will just retreat into the alcove that I'm in okay. a little bit further and save the rest of my movement for next okay. turn. Okay. All right. That sounds like a plan then. Let's, let's go with the second option there because I do not okay, think cool. you'll be able to help them up with that. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Yeah. I just uh, retreat back into the alcove. Uh, just waiting, hoping that they'll come up and be like, uh, uh, co- the, the, the hole's clear. Yeah, or maybe this is where you'll live now until the next group of adventurers comes along. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, I, 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 I maintain my statue position and just <laughs> stare forward. Oh, there's a weird statue in this alcove up here. Huh, weird. Wonder what it is. Uh, okay, next in the order, Karzlek Grotze. All right, Karzlek is, doing, is making his best attempt of climbing while covering one ear from the massive explosion that just like <laughs> ripped out from the opening above which was All quite right. loud uh so athletics check bada bing yep. bada boom that's a 21 you got it you can move up i believe the rest of the way then let's go um, also i will say are you using a dash action to climb oh heck yeah let's do it okay so, so you he has a double total... your effective movement speed and then apply the difficult terrain from the rope climbing. That's 25 feet then after applying all 25 the... feet then. So that would bring you, if you are 10 feet away from the ceiling, that would bring you up to this alcove and you would have movement speed left over. Um, if it's difficult terrain and you don't use a dash action, you'll get up here and then you'll still have a standard. So I don't want to pigeonhole you into what to do here. I'm just trying to explain your options. I think given the circumstances, uh, we got we got a queue waiting at the bottom of this rope. I imagine yeah. cars is is, de- is definitely trying to like haul ass out of there. Okay. So you you jump up there, you dash up, and you occupy some space. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and I'll place you uh, up in that alcove. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. I gotta pan up here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cars just takes one look at Spark. Like one look at this horrendous aberration. He, had, he lowers his guard a little bit and just, he's kind of at a loss of words. Just, I think he could put two and two together and he's like, I don't want to ask what happened up here. Let's just get our friends up here. So he'll just lean back down and encourage Crow and Bart to um, shimmy on up. All right. Next up. Spider's dead. It's Crow. I rolled a natural 20 on my athletics check to climb the rope. <laughs> nice. You climb um, with aplomb. I climb with, like, you know, just just my hands. It's kind of creepy looking. <laughs> you don't even use your feet. Just <laughs> wick, wicked yeah. upper body strength. Yeah, I imagine she, she stows her shield on her back and grabs her okay. wrist and just effortlessly climbs up. 
what an so athlete. Half speed, unless you dash, half right? Half speed, unless so, you dash. I mean, if you dash, you still have half speed, but it's you have more movement. Right, right. I know what you mean. So I can get a... Um, instead of moving 15, I can move 30 if I dash. So Correct. There's climb. only 20 feet to traverse. Yeah. Now we're going to run into an issue here. There's only so much space in the chute. Yeah, gotta uh, have folks hopefully clear up. So clear you out. are moving up as far as you can go then is the intention? Correct. Like, uh-huh. Okay, so are you dashing? Yeah. Okay, I'll place you where you would reach with your dash action. Thank you, you look up over the ledge Yay. and you see Karzalek, a dead spider, and your new robot friend. Um, can There's I like, also... climb into that little area so I'm somewhat secure from falling back down? Um, You would be able to pile into here, but it's going to get very uncomfortable very quickly. Especially with so, cars, like cars are like the. I want to make sure this is a cutaway <laughs> here. This is like this really is a cutaway. So this is this is unlike other D and D maps. This is vertical here. Yeah. Oh, so you cannot okay. move up because that would be the ceiling. I float. You yeah. So, I float. I so <laughs> rules as written. There is not a space for you to occupy. And the rope ends here in the sledge. The rope ends there. That little thing right there is the grappling hook. Crow, you also come to the estimation that if you placed limbs on either side of the passageway, you'd be able to hold yourself in place in the rough hewn stonework. Again, this stonework here does not seem to match the intricate, nice, polished limestone of the rest of the temple. It looks like it was done gotcha. after the fact and is jagged and, yeah. Someone who wanted to throw somebody into hell. Exactly. Um, so um, I kind of lost track of how much I've moved reaching the spot. Just so I know. Yeah. Um, you would be able to move uh, from here. You still have 10 feet of movement speed. Um, difficult terrain, so you'd be able to go one square, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try to up. see, like, if I can keep going without needing the rope. I'm going to roll hands. over your your climb check from this turn to determine okay. this part. So you're, you move up. <laughs> and I fall and die. And you fall and die. Campaign <laughs> over. That's the end of, the, of SRD. Thanks, fuck. Um, no. Right. Yeah, you get I'm up just, there. I'm kind of showing off at this point, I think. Just you're gonna... holding yourself in place. You're strong. You're a good climber. Um, I could even say, like, uh, hey, Spark, just uh, drape the rope over, over me. I'll, I'll anchor it above. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess we can't do that because of this weird initiative order where we're kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just standing Bart's still. still down there. Full. Yeah. The beauty of D&D. Oh, yeah. The beauty true. of D&D. Bart's still down there right still. now. Sorry, Bart. You can always just be a bird or whatever. You'll be fine. Right, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Would you would you know about the initiative order though? You should ask for the rope, anyways. That's what you would actually do. <laughs> you get up there and you're like, "Give me the rope!" But also, you look down and there's Bart. So uh, next in the order is Bart. Uh, what is the DC to climb this rope again? It's five. Mm, my strength is pretty low. Mm. Yeah. 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 It is. And it's twenty feet up. It's twenty feet to the opening in the ceiling. Yep. From, oh. from the hill where you guys have placed the rope. It's a 40 feet be, high ceiling for the rest of the room. Yo, I'm going to be safe. I'm going to use my action to turn into monkey. Oh, I am no ape. Monkey. Monkey Bart. The uh, Arctic monkeys of the Balgol Fjord. Yep. Woof. 
suddenly I'm much warmer because I am fuzzy. <laughs> and I will climb this rope with my 30-foot climb speed. 30-foot climb speed. That'll get you up to 20 feet, and then you'll have 10 additional feet of movement. I'll place you Ooh. where you arrive. <laughs> Everyone important's up here. Mon- <laughs> oh! Jesus. Monkey Bart. Uh, Monkey Bart arrives. You could move, yeah, exactly, to the other side of Crow. That's what you could do with your climb speed. No check required. I climb over your shoulders, Crow, and I, I poke through your hair a couple of times. <laughs> uh, you find some delicious grubs. Gross. Why do I'm sure you do, though, like mites or something. Just in case we're like, a monkey later. Oh, 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 snacks, snacks for me. I give yeah. you, I, I like, I, I, I like stop on your shoulder and look around at your face in front of you and give you a big monkey thumbs up and then keep moving. Wow. And then fall because you used your arms. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a big monkey like double thumbs up and fall to my desk. Forgetting <laughs> that there's gravity. And you're like, oh, shit. All right. All right. All right. That's Bart's turn. <laughs> That's Bart's turn. Well, um, we need to roll initiative for Dap again. I realized. Because uh, okay. he's no longer... Yeah, so go ahead and roll for Dappy. That's a 14. Okay, put Dap back in the initiative. Okay, top of the order, round infinity times two. It's the birds. You hear them squawking. I hope they live good lives. Excalibur, go! Excalibur is is right there. Ready to go. Yes. Um, So cool. Next, uh, I don't think we're going to have to track the hours, (laughs) but we'll see. Uh, So, uh, next up in the order is the zombies. I have no idea what happened. Um, You, yeah, you have no idea what happened. Um... Next in the order after the zombie, it's Dap. What does Dap do? What did you, you told them to wait there? And they'll you'll be back. This right? is true. This is true. Okay. So that's, I think, what he does. I mean, he, he's, he's going to be like, okay, dude, who almost killed me twice. I'll just wait. He's, here. he's very confused. He, he flops around. Flop. 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 But he stays generally in this one space up on the top of the hill looking nervous. If you look down and you look at that, he looks up with his big frog eyes like... Oh, God. Why do you got to tell me that, Ben? He looks up like, where are you going? What are you doing? Don't do it to me. (laughs) 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 Wait, can I go? And and he, he just sort of like takes his big frog snout and like bumps the rope one time. Damn it, no! And that's that's Dap's turn. Okay, next in the order is Spark. Um, I'm just standing in this alcove, standing up straight. Um, is there enough? There's not like enough room to for me to stand next to cars or like to snake up through. I, I should just wait it's for really everyone. Really thin to get here. Through. It's just yeah. it's. I mean, you could wait or you could try to move through your friends and then no. climb ahead of them, but. No. Or try I to think, reel up the rope. Yeah. You have options. But. I think Spark is just going to stand there and look at Karzalek and Crow and and the ape. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, slowly just going to like pull their shield out from their back and hold it in front of them. 
and look at them and nod and give them the thumbs up and take the dodge action, and that's their turn. Okay, then. Next. Karzalek. Okay. Well, if Karz looks down and sees Dap just making an absolute emotional case down there, <laughs> um, well, aside from breaking Karz's heart, Karz is going to realize, okay, wait a second, maybe I should be a little more direct with instructions. Karz is going to activate a charge of his Ring of Animal Influence to use uh, Speak with Animals and just yell down, I'm sorry, Dab, if just, but if you can find a place to hide, just, I mean, stay down there, but, you know, don't just, don't just dally around. I'll be back. And, um, yeah, okay. he's going to start pulling, and could he start, could he pull the rope up as an interaction with an object? Yeah, you can pull all the way up this turn, like, poop, 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 okay. poop, hand over hand, okay. you get the 20 feet of rope and the slack up. All right, yeah, Cars, he's, his voice, his actions are, like, flustered and frantic, but he pulls the rope up, and he's ready for whatever we decide to do next. End of turn. Okay. Man, okay, let's keep things going here. Next in the order is Crow. You're underneath a monkey butt now. Okay, um, and monkey is climbing easily. Yes. Um, rope has been pulled is- up. The rope's been pulled up. Um, who has the rope at this point, I guess? Cars like oh. holding it. Okay. I'll say, Cars like, what are you waiting for? Are you? Why are you standing around for six whole seconds? Hand me that rope. <laughs> and, cars, uh, cars, of course, hands over the rope. I'll, I'll kind of like yeah. you know, toss it gently up above me so um, okay. Monkey Bart can grab it to just okay, pull Monkey it up Bart there. grabs. <laughs> monkey and, Bart uh, grabs the the grappling hook. And I guess. Uh, that was my item interaction. I'm going to <laughs> ready an action to climb the rope as soon as it's secured. Okay. That makes sense. And that's my turn. All right. Next in the order. Turns are flying now. Uh, Bart. Your monkey, Bart. You've got a Let's go. Hook. I'm going. One, you two, climb three. to the top. Let me place What's you. This? Uh, let me read to you what that is. Hey, what's this? Hey, what's this? Uh, <clears throat> the top of this passage is covered with what appears to be a pewter basin. I'm going to need you, if you attempt to remove the pewter basin from over your head, I'm going to need you to roll me a strength check. Okay, let me look at ape. I'm an ape. I have a plus three strength. Oopa. Natural And This this monkey goes <laughs> clang and throws the pewter thing I off am called. of this tunnel. And you emerge womp into this chamber. And hanging before you is a tapestry that's covering what appears to be stairs leading out of this room. I'm going to show everybody in a handout here this tapestry. Everyone see that? Son of a bitch! Those who know will know. Those who do not know, (laughs) do not know. 
is this from uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Because I don't know. It could be from Breath of the Wild or maybe even where, Wind Waker. Where have we seen that shit? I'm not being able where to place it right now. Where have seen this? Is Zach yeah. the only one who hasn't seen that? I mean, that's yeah, Zach's the only one, one that hasn't seen session, or or, Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, then I think I remember. You may. You may not. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it. But it looks very maybe you familiar. Have. It's beautiful. Let's beautiful. describe for the listeners in a second what you see. First, take in this description of the rest of the room. This room is small and plainly decorated. On the north and south sides are fountains made of bronze inlaid marble. The southern one is cracked, and only dry, limey deposits remain in it. Reminiscent of that room below where you fought the snail. The northern one contains about two feet of dark water, fed by a trickle that falls from a crack in the wall above the top of the fountain. In the water, visible from here, the white, gauzy form of a crayfish lies on a bed of lime and crustaceans. Now, party, you can see this tapestry. I would love it for you to describe for the listener what it is you see. Who wants to go? I'd like to use that first impression. Sure, let's, let's look at Zach's first impression. Oh, yeah. how big is it, I guess, is the question. Um, well, you you would not be able to see it quite yet as crow, I guess. But right, it's hanging right. covering it. Sure, sure, right, right. It's it's hanging covering the entire doorway, so it's like 15 feet long. Oh, gotcha. Uh, it, it's very large and in relatively good condition. So it's clear to make out what you see on it. We see a enormous, stylized, colorful tapestry depicting what seem to be islands rising from the water with almost identical geometric shapes. Perhaps also positioned up a mountainside or cliff with a floating castle suspended in the sky with what looks like some kind of red lava or energy billowing out from under it. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my best guess. Okay. Anyone else want to add what they think they see? Because I think it's subjective. It's open to interpretation here. Mm-hmm. And you should note, I am not providing a written description of this tapestry. It does look almost like a volcano, eh? For sure. That's what it looks yeah. like to me. But uh, the pink, the pink energy, I think, is, uh, you know, story, story uh, or plot thing, right? It's more that pink shit that we keep seeing everywhere. It looks like, yeah, it looks like a castle inside of a pink spaceship exploding out of a volcano with a path going (laughs) with a little red path going up it. Wow, that's awesome. The triangles kind of look like artichoke leaves. Yeah, the shapes are really cool and like geometric, but like not um, super uh, symmetrical. All right. Well, in this episode description and in the episode description where this first appeared, I will make sure that I link 
this image. There be warned. Detail, but, oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, please, please. Uh, go ahead. There is one detail that I think is interesting, which is that in the area underneath the castle, it looks like an illustrated pathway that's like been indicated to us in some way, like a little tunnel or passage or or something. Do you see what I'm talking about? Like in the in the gray kind of space below the castle, it's a little pink. Yeah, red. that's what I was t- trying to talk about. With like, mm. there's like a red path going up the volcano, as I yeah. imagine it, or something. Maybe it's a red path of lava going down. Oh, that's true. It could be that. Or, or like, I was thinking, like, if you're yeah. looking down at a maze, that's like the path oh. you walk through. Yeah. A, through a labyrinth. It is sort of labyrinthine geometric patterns. Yeah. Yeah, and um, all the shapes from below really like point you upwards towards the shape of the volcano spaceship craziness interesting so for some reason he, there's a very uh, christian motif in the sky. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's religious for sure looking it looks um yeah. looks it's religious venerating something sure yeah it feels triumphant in tone i guess so i will put in the description down below a link to this image so you're in this room there's this tapestry hanging. There's two pools to your left and right part. I believe you still have a standard action. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Bart still has the rope in his hand, right? Um, is there yeah. anything that visible around here that I could tie it off to? Yeah, there's a cobblestone ring around the pewter basin that you think you could easily just clink it right onto. The stonework up here is old and not very okay. symmetrical, but clearly nicer than the tunnel below you. And you look around, this covering, like it's, it was pewter basin placed over, but it's like someone tunneled down into this temple and threw those bullywugs down in there, like they said. Would that be my interact with an object or? Uh, That's your interaction with an object. So you have a standard left. All right, so then Bart is probably, Bart the ape is still probably, oh, and then tie this off, and then is going to scamper forward to this tapestry and, like, try to lift it out of the way to see if there's a door or something behind it, curiously. Okay, you lift it out of the way, and there is a door behind it. Oh, damn. Fog. Mm-hmm. Um, is got, like, a handle and stuff? Let me see if I can describe this door for you. Uh, it is a bronze beaten bronze door uh much like the rest of the doors you've encountered okay it doesn't seem to be locked either there's no locking mechanism that you can see there is a handle i'm going to push it open slowly with my monkey hand okay i'm gonna have to move you up to it right. to get there i'm just gonna hand wave the movement here and make sure that you can get there so you open this door Oh, lordy lord. <laughs> <laughs> Let me describe what you... In the middle of this chamber, as the door breaks open, is what appears to be the wizard, withered, preserved form of some sort of creature mounted on a slab of marble. It has many limbs... 
It has a distinct set of three eyes and a frog-like head and body. Tinted green and decked out in lacquered leather, feathers, and copper wire jewelry, he faces the western entrance to this chamber, away from you. This creature holds a bronze-hafted pike tipped with a broad blue-gray flame-shaped spearhead. Scattered around this room is more treasure than you have ever seen in your life. I think Bart is probably going to, like, freeze as he opens the door and sees this and just kind of, like, take a like a miniature step back to seeing, like, the bright, shining gold and all that stuff. He's going to go, like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> And I think that's probably all I can do at this point, so... Big, big turn, big turn. Yep. Crow will use her ready to action as soon as the rope is yes. tied off to follow it's up. tied on. off. You follow up behind. You are able to um, make me a DC5 climb check. Yep. I can probably. Well, I'm just jinxing the shit out of myself. hilarious if you rolled <laughs> in that one and fell. Okay, 17. Okay. Yeah, I would love that. And too, you fall and take a bunch it. of falling damage and you're back in the room with Dap. No. Uh, ah, I could land on <laughs> Dap. I could land on Dap. Okay. So uh, you climb up. You're able to climb up all the way. I will drag you up. That has used most, if not all, of your movement. Yeah. I mean, it was a standard action to do, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now you are up in this chamber. You see the tapestry hanging over the door, and Bart has sort of, like, peeled it back and has cracked open the door beyond. You catch a glint of gold in the chamber beyond and you see the rear end of this big statue and is it like the crustacean kind of motif or i mean you said the word crawfish before so there's a so that's uh, there's also there's a not a motif of crustaceans in this room however there is a uh deceased looking creature a white shell of a crawfish looks like oh. is in the northern gotcha, fountain. so not in the treasure area, but not in the treasure room nearby beyond. in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was, uh, my first thought was that yes. this greedy monkey's up there being shellfish yeah. with our treasure. No, the <laughs> shellfish is in the room behind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's that's all I got. Sorry for the psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking bird's turn. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, you uh you've no idea what's going on with the birds at the Absolutely no idea. Next up, it's the zombies turn. You got no idea what's going on with the zombies at this point. Uh you don't hear any crazy sounds from below, but it's also kind of far away now. Uh next up is Dap, who mills around a little bit down there. And then with a leap, make sure I get this right. Goes off into the brush and leaves your view. Cars luck. Hi, Dab. Have a good life. Where's he going? He's going off to follow your instructions. Gone now, get. 
Go on now. <laughs> Go be free now. Do I start throwing sticks and rocks at him? Run! Get out of here! Yeah, he goes off into one of the treacherous areas of the room that you have left him in. <laughs> uh, next up... Spark. I think Spark is still just standing there with their shield watching what's happening. Um, just, uh, can I make like an ins... I, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know if it would be an insight check. I, mm-hmm. I'm curious what is going through Karzalek's head right now as like somebody okay. who's just meeting these people and okay. knowing that we left that thing. And I, Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I think you look over at Karzalek. I'm not going to make you make a check, but I'd like to hear what Jesse has to say. You look over at Karzalek and you see an expression on his face. Is it easily readable to a robot as uh, some sort of emotion? What's going on in Karzalek's head right now? I imagine it would be tricky. Kars, there's a few things going through, and just to list them off, one is I think Kars hit that breaking point of it's just not feasible where they're at now to carry Dap through. They've got they've had so many harrowing calls, like close calls, that Cars is at his wit's end and with this mm-hmm. whole berserk curse action that it's I imagine while the while it, in the like while in the midst of under the effects of it, he's in a near he's in a blind rage, but as he's more time progresses, he's starting to kind of catch these glimpses and fragments of what occurred and he's also starting to think, holy shit, like like what's what's going on between Bart and me now? What's going to happen with like between right. Bart and I? And on top of that, he doesn't know Spark. He's like, he's like, I'm with, here's yeah. this, and he, now he's standing probably ankle deep in spider goop with yeah. a <laughs> robot. He probably doesn't even know what this thing is, and it's like, yeah, all he can assume is it's not going to stab him in the back. So he's um, he's flustered trouble. maybe. You're yeah. you're a bit flustered mega furrowed brow maybe you see yes and Karzalek who is like uneasily fidgeting with something like trying to figure out what to do um yes that's it okay um I think uh I think that Spark doesn't do anything again I think Spark just stands there and uh maybe puts their hand on uh on one of their short swords very subtly and just like looks at Karzalek and nods um but just continues to just stand there and uh watching and waiting yeah that is that's Spark's turn okay moving right along next in the order Karzalek ours will take a moment to break his train of thought, just look back at Spark, look up, briefly glance down. He, I don't think he ever wants to look down and look at Dap right now. Just... He sees that Dap is gone, and yeah. I will say something I said during the last session. With the combined strength of your party, you were able to push a block of limestone out of the way more than one time that was very massive. This chamber, though it's a little skinny once you get past that opening funnel, does seem like you could squish Dap through it. The logistics of that, while whatever is going on in the chamber down below is going on, and your party is surging ahead up above, I can't solve for you. But I do want to chime in and say what I said last week, is that it's not outside the realm of possibility to lift Dap. 
That's um, true. I have a flask of snail goo that could be grease them up a little bit. Yeah, Hold there you up. go. There Zach, you go. are you are you encouraging me? You Put some snails. Zach is encouraging you. Crowd uh, hopes you don't get <laughs> <able to> <laughs> You know, I well, you know, I think if if Cars's entire focus, if his entire life purpose was to get Dap out of this dungeon, I think he would have thought of that. But I think given the moment and everything that's going on, stressed. I, yeah. I would honestly say, yeah, cars would probably dudes dudes running with a pretty low intelligence. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he has a pretty solid like base intuition of like life, but I don't think he's gonna be thinking about like pulley systems right. and like. This wedging. has been uh this has been a wild ride for Carzalek since Floss yeah. and he's, I understand that he's hit his limit and that this is a self preservation. Yeah, like, more on this is a chance emotion. to get out of here. Yeah, think- so. Hmm, I think up? at the end of my turn, I just like am looking at Karzalek, who looks. I mean, I have not met a lot of people, much less had a lot of interactions with people. So there's not a lot for me to go off of the wildness that is the last, what, hour and a half <laughs> that I've known these people? Yeah, something like that. Um, and I just, I just look at him and I'm like, uh, uh, what about your friend Depp? Isn't he still down there? Mm-hmm. Cars just <laughs> he just closes his eyes and lets out a deep exhale and you see the slightest shake of his head as if he's just trying to shake a thought out and just like knock it out forever and just looks back at Spark and without even answering that question just come on let's go and he's gonna okay. de- use the dash action to like haul ass up this rope. Try to get all the way up the rope in one go. Can't go ahead and make yeah. a DC five climb check. That's a twenty-three. Nice. You've rolled over twenty for every Very one of nice. your climb checks, and yeah, you flop up right next to Crow. I'm gonna make Crow be on the next space over, and I'll make you be right there. So, is it obvious that you're choosing to abandon Dap at this point? He's. He said he'd be back, but. I honestly, I don't know if Cars is actually going to make an effort to come back. I, I think we'll Cars, have to see. I mean, yeah. like, like in this moment, is it clear that what Cars is doing oh, right now yes. is choosing not, not to bring down? Correct. Well, at least in this moment, it seems like yes. Yes, Cars is just like he is not, he is not coming up with any idea to haul Dap through that, that right. I mean, hole, so. you'd have to go back down. Let's be realistic. You'd have to yeah. go back down. Yeah, hoist him up in some fashion. Oh, Crow says, what about Dap? Okay. How much movement speed does Cars have, Ben? Was that all his movement speed? Just That's to pretty that? much all your movement speed to get up there. Okay, well, without moving on the map, Cars is just, he's kind of in that setting of like, I don't want to think about it, I want to talk about it. You so, have to. This is, after all this bullshit and wasting what precious little we have on that frog thing of yours, now you're going to choose to leave him behind? You should have let me just put him out of his misery when I had the chance. Oof. Shoots Crow just like like not not now and just we don't Crow we don't have any time for this we just let's just go we've I've tried everything we've could to get him through this and there's just no chance right now for us to do anything more for him. Let's just get out of here. Mm. And he's gonna he's gonna move to just shove past Crow. Okay. Next in the order, it's Crow. 
Hmm. I'll look down the hole to see if I can see where Dap is. He's left <laughs> the area down there following the instruction you heard him get from Karzalek to go hide. Okay. She just kind of shakes her head and starts to follow along behind cars. Well, you have a movement action, and Karzalek hasn't moved much forward. Oh, yet, so just pushing past wise, Crow is kind of pushing past Crow. Like, he, right, yeah, yeah, um, right. Yeah, she just kind of shakes her head at cars then, like clear disappointment, like feeling like dad. You know, like I'm not angry, mm. I'm just disappointed. That's tough. Mm. <laughs> and. It's like you could have made this decision so long ago. Maybe this is the breaking point, though. But could he have made the decision long ago? Dap's advocate. The second he um, met Matt, met Dap, he could have made this decision. Yeah, you get you <laughs> didn't have to claim this mount deep in the heart of any territory. You could have taken Star, aka Frankie, with you. Whoa! <laughs> and we would have a horse that couldn't climb this rope. Yeah, yeah, you can always yeah. just find any old animal and torture it. If that's what just you want imagine a horse in Bulabadur for a second. Now, for the yeah, sake of that imaginary horse. Yeah, let's just imagine for the sake of the horse now. Let's stop imagining the horse be because that's worse. just yeah. torture, even just imagining um, that horse. So, as far as taking a turn uh, for Crow, she is going yeah, to. Yeah. I think she'll kind of like walk up near the these basins, I guess, in the room. Okay. Take a quick search just to see you know, is there anything Look, unusual there? Anything? This is the one with the crayfish in it? Right. Okay. The crawdads. A crawdad. Got it. Got it. You look into the water. It looks like a decayed corpse of a some sort of crayfish. Looks a lot like the one you guys fought yeah, a long time that. ago now. This was, I want to say, because I've been keeping track of this best I can, doing full Solasta style. If you guys tried a long rest more than once in a 24-hour uh, period, making, for... doing the math to figure out how long it had to be for you to wait, you are roughly six days into this dungeon. Six 24-hour days. This crawfish looks so much like the one that we saw approximately six days ago. Approximately six days ago. Or... <laughs> um, about like five or six or seven really gnarly sleeps that you guys had down here. <laughs> Fitful nightmarish sleeps. Fitful nightmarish sleeps, mostly coughing in gas or uh, in a bubble uh, of farts. Yeah, I was, was that a thing right? Hey, the the air over? was automatically purified. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, getting sidetracked here. So what's <laughs> is your the question? basin like a thing I can kick over, or is it like in the ground? Or what? it's like a stone well, much like the snail room. Okay, it's like a, it's a couple it's feet deep. Like a, it's a stone a wash basin, but you could yeah. you could definitely mess with it if you want to in some way. I I like messing with things. Yeah, I'll just like try to I don't know. Oh, what do I have? I'll grab my rapier and like poke around in it. Okay, you poke around inside this little black sludgy water that's flowing from a crack in the wall. And you notice, as soon as you do, that it seems to be traveling up your blade. Ooh. I would like to not let it <laughs> you take a step back and try to remove yourself from the situation okay i kind of like you know kind of like, you know how you kind of like whip a whip a you know yeah a knife you just wash and you sure, get, like, sure. The water you whip it. it 
Okay. Kind of like over you, in Cards' direction. Okay. You you whip the weapon away as you take a, a five foot step yeah. backwards and pull your rapier from the basin. It forms a black, ropey, strange filament that follows your rapier and splats onto the ground, coalescing back into a ropey, black tendril, and then gurgle, gurgle, out of the reservoir <laughs> comes a creature. Wah, wah, I found wah, it. Wah, I found wah, it, wah, guys. Wah. Here it is. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's Kevin. Uh, it's Kevin, yes. A liquid creature rises almost like a serpent, all filled with this black, sludgy, almost necrotic-looking liquid. And you notice something. As its eye holes wick open and spray and surf emanates from it in this moment as we see it all in slow motion, it opens its mouth and two long fangs expose themselves and inside them you see it. It's the filament that you've seen running this stuff. It's silvery, almost mercury-like, and it's in this water. Like the animating stuff. Yes, inside the water. Yes. And it lashes out at you. I would say roll the initiative, but we're already... Oh, yeah, we are. It's going to make its attack, though, against Crow. Sounds good. I don't think I ever would have even gotten my shield back out, so... um, Nope, you didn't say you did. uh, uh, 17 AC right now. 17 AC. Where's my creature? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> it left. Just it a left. Fix of imagination. Okay, here we go. It tries to chomp into your shoulder as it wraps its aqueous body around your form, constricting you. That is most definitely a miss on the first okay. attack. I would, I definitely, like, when I see it attacking me, I am going to cast Shield, since I didn't okay. bother to bring it out. And the spell okay. that I cast looks just like the shield I normally carry. Nice. <laughs> and so it, it misses you. And I'm going to roll for its initiative now. Okay. Uh, Spark, what is your initiative modifier? Um, it is two. Okay. Got it. Okay. Next in the order after Crow. Oh, let me ask. Um, I've, oh, I've yeah. moved like 10 feet so far and I've poked around and things. Okay. So that was your interaction with an object. You have a standard action still. You, yeah. you might even have. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will. Um, I think I will use a bonus action. That's not a reaction. I always get confused on this part. Yeah, bonus action. It's not a reaction. You, yeah, you can't, so, I mean, on your turn, you don't need to use a reaction. Gotcha. Okay. For the shield. All right. So um, I will use a bonus action to resummon my Shadow Blade. It's the only concentration okay. spell I've ever cast. And okay. um, use my action 
to try to stab at it and dim this okay. animating tendril if I can. All right. And I hope I can cast a spell because it's a. Uh, I'll just take a regular stab. Oh, okay. Um, given all the spells I already cast. Right. Uh, that will be a 25, though. That is most definitely a hit. Okay. Um, and I forgot like my regular weapon damage is without a spell. Regular damage. weapon. <laughs> uh, okay, it's 1d8 plus 4. Right. Uh, 8 hole piercing damage with a magic weapon. Actually, okay. wait, sorry. Um, I messed that up. It's the Shadow Blade instead. It's oh. psychic damage, and it is psychic. a different roll entirely. It is oh. <laughs> yeah, 2d8 plus Oh, that's much three. better than 1d8 yeah. plus 4. 2d8 plus 3. Uh, it is still 8 damage. Still 8? I thought it was That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, got it. That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> Let's move it right along here. And that's my turn. Again, combat. It is Bart's turn. You are standing in a room with a statue. And, and a bunch of treasures. Of treasures. So much treasure. It is <sighs> kind of mind-boggling. Though you notice one thing about it. A lot of it isn't gold. It's like shells and coral beads and you see a bunch of those beads that were like in the shape of pumpkins and artichokes and lilies and lily pads and it's treasure of the bullywugs okay oh a lot of it seems like it's piled at the feet of the statue in the middle of the room like you notice it like it's mounded up on There's, what did you say? Something mounded up on the statue? There's treasure mounded up around the bottom. Okay. So, Monkey Bart is probably going to step into the room to poke his head in because he wants to see around the corner. Ooh. What is that, Mr. DM? That? Uh, there's a chest. It looks like it might contain more treasure. Wow, so much treasure. Um, this big statue, Bart, is going to reach out a monkey hand, kind of like, you know, Space Odyssey 2001. <laughs> and, and touch it. Uh, um, does it feel like anything, or does this feel like a statue? Does it feel statue Let me see. What's happening here? Is this thing going to turn around and eat me when I, when I leave? You reach out, <laughs> and you touch this statue of this creature that looks like a desiccated corpse. And from your time down here, you guys, I mean, you think this is really a statue? Just a statue? Yes. Why not? <laughs> okay. Why the I'll take fuck it. not? <laughs> no, it looks like there's something more to it. It is magical, but it doesn't leap to life when you touch it. Okay. It's still well, facing the really ornate-looking door that looks like the only other way out of this chamber. Okay. Um, uh, Bart is, I mean, <sighs> Bart is going to, I think, like, play this as if, like, he was kind of doing this the same time as Crow, and this thing hears the noise behind him, is going to turn around and go back this direction, see 
this fucking bull hickory dickory dog going Bart on? Bart pops his head out of the tapestry, <laughs> like, oh, and then there's a giant creature. Um, do you want to know, like, does anyone think that they might have encountered this kind of a creature before? Wants to roll a knowledge yes. check to see if they can identify it? I would love to roll this skill that doesn't exist in this game to identify this thing. <laughs> uh, I, I just think that you can identify it with uh, an arcana check. Well, luckily, I have a good old plus zero mm. to arcana. I'm sorry, arcana or nature. I actually have a note about that here. Arcana mm. or nature. And I made that note specifically because I knew this would come up. Um, well, luckily, I have plus zero in both, so we're chilling. Oh, really? That's <laughs> hilarious. I thought you had a bonus. I was like, okay, oh, it's, it's we'll an issue. this. It's an if initiative I... scale for nature, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> intellect, yeah, so. Intellect, right, right, right. I just, okay. I rolled, I rolled an proficiency eight. or whatever in it, so. No, no. Bart, Bart is like, oh, don't yeah. know what this it's thing is. clearly made of water. You guessed some sort of elemental. That's about all I can give you with me. Um, and we've done checks on the silvery stuff before, too. Did we identify what the hell that shit was? Does anybody no, remember? No, I mean, I don't really think that you've gotten, like, information on it that's like oh yes it's that stuff uh -huh. uh, but you've definitely attempted before and i've given you some info on it like it's cool to the touch but it burns um yeah it um, seems like it's in the stuff that like to go way back like it seems like it's like in the stuff that like was inside marna's necklace back in the fucking yeah. graveyard episode seven Okay, Bart is just gonna run into the room and give this thing a good walloping with his two fisticuffs. Bonk, bonk. Oh, with your ape fist. Hell yeah! <laughs> bonk, heck, bonk. Heck you. Bonk, okay. Bart. I'm a bonking Bart. Here are my two attacks. First attack with my first bonk. A 17 to hit. Okay. And then bonk. a 5 to hit. One with bonk. With 17 hits. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Wow. Here we go. One big bonker. Six damage. Bonk. Okay, is that magical damage? Heck no, dude. <laughs> Alrighty then. Let me just read something. I mean, I am a monkey. I'm, I'm kind of a magical monkey. Like, I'm not really a monkey, so I could be a magical monkey, you know? Uh, Alright. Well, you deal some damage to it. Okay. Splash, splash. Monkey punch. True. End of turn. Monkey dupe. Yeah. Um, I think so because I am a m monkey. Okay. So, yes, I won my turn. Round Gefloigandy. There's some turns that happen below you with three NPC controlled groups of creatures. And then it is the fourth uh, DM controlled creature. This thing. And it gets to go with this. Funky initiative roll. All right, it's gonna attack this one monkey that just came in the room and, and try to fuck with it. Not cool, um, man. What's your AC as a monkey? Wow. Twelve. Yo. Well, let me see if that's a hit. Monkey it is not a hit. Narrowly, it misses. That's crazy. It's not very good at hitting, I guess. What the hell? Or it's just been rolling bad. So, that is its turn. That is what this creature does. Next up, Spark. You are the only one in the shoot now. 
First one in, last Just one leaves, out. Trust me, those things yeah. gonna stay with us. <laughs> yeah, go back down and be a statue down below. Bye bye. Yeah, I've just been standing here as I watched Bart disappear and leave uh, leave Dad behind. Cars, and I met everyone at the same exact time, so like, they're to me they're just like leaving one of I don't know it. it they all seem the same to me. They're right. each a creature, so I'm just like, oh, they're just okay. They're just leaving him behind. And I I walk <laughs> up to the edge of the tunnel and I just like look down. And um, do I hear or see the uh, presence of zombies or anything down Make there? Make me a perception check. Um, yeah, that'd be my pleasure. Where's my dice? My, ooh, almost just made a big old mess. Oh, no. No, we're good. Oh, that's a nat one. Yeah, you, <laughs> you listen hard and what you hear the clamor of combat from above you echoing in this chute. And you're not really oh. sure what's going on below you. You hear them... There's like some sort of whooshing of water and there's like clearly like a and a smack and there, you know, there's like there's stuff going on up there. Yeah, I think I I like turn my head down to look for Dap and here for that. But then my head just swivels around and looks upwards. (laughs) Does it swivel Um, around 180 degrees upwards? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I love it. That's what I'm imagining. Um, (laughs) Head on a swivel, literally. And I just hear... I don't see the enemy. I just hear. You see Cars Alexa's legs. Uh huh. Okay. Hmm. At the top of the chute. <laughs> I think. I think Spark is really wondering what to do right now. This is normally the situation where I would just stand by and listen and wait for the noise to stop gathering. One thing I'll add to the equation is yeah. you would normally stand by and just wait, but I don't think you normally stand by and wait like in the corpse of a spider and um the chamber below you is not safe seeming Mm -hmm. by any means at this point yeah but your newfound party went up above so it's sort of like you could stay put right here and wait but it's pretty different kind of hiding spot than you found down here over the years i feel yeah for sure. Um, does it look like? Is it look like there's anything I could grab off of this thing as a quick souvenir? Yeah, there's like a big, uh, a big mandible. You could just like <laughs> off a spider mandible. Okay, if you I like. snap off a mandible and right. tuck it into my backpack. Roll me a one d twenty. Yes, that's a nine. Nine. Okay. You feel relatively confident that there's a part of a poison sack attached to this mandible. Cool. Poison sack. I tuck that into my backpack. Um, I look up and my eyebrows furrow and I uh, grab the rope that is mine with the grappling hook that's securely attached right now, right? Yeah, it's, so, it's very securely attached with a DC-5 climb check uh, and cool. your movement speed. Uh, if you use the dash action, you could get up to the top. Cool, yeah. I would love to uh, climb up as fast as possible and use okay. all of my action and movement to try to bump Karzalek all the way into the room. Okay, you do so. Karzalek, I will let you decide what square you go to here. Um, I rolled a athletics or strength? Athletics. Athletics, I rolled a dirty 20. Nice, got it. So, Karzalek, what direction are you going to be pushed here? I think he will be pushed... Oh, thanks. 
I don't think I don't think if if given the option, I think he would try to go uh, perpendicular away from okay. this creature, not towards it. Yeah, to the north here. Okay, yeah. great. All right, that's the end of Spark's turn. We've moved Karzalek I, I next think in the. Oh, go ahead. Just for the record, my head is just barely poking out of the thing, like okay. a comical sewer cartoon <laughs> or something. Yeah. So I, I would hope I have cover, and I'm just <laughs> like, like seeing okay. what's going on. Really, so you're quick. in the square below the top, not standing up top. Yeah, that's what okay, I mean. You, you push Karzalek out of the way, and he's like, oh. Yeah. I'm getting ready to. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I don't have an action, but I'm grabbing okay. the yeah, you grappling don't. You hook, getting ready to. Uh, okay. Hold that. Uh, so okay. Cool. Next in the order, Karzalek. Karzalek obviously sees the crow casually saunter to this fountain, and uh, very obviously trigger this monstrosity to appear. <laughs> and it's <laughs> parts in the fray wailing on this thing. Spark just shoved them out of his hole. Cars takes another exhale and looks at Crow just muttering under his breath, probably some some profane dwarven swear word, and gives Crow that exact same disappointing look of like the Crow just gave him a few seconds ago about Dap. <laughs> like, really? And he's gonna dive in and engage this creature, awkwardly swinging with this mace that thankfully. Crow did provide him a magic plus one mace mm -hmm. at disadvantage as he is still cursed mm -hmm. with his axe. So mm -hmm. we got, we're going to have two attacks with the mace coming in. With uh, First one is a 17 to hit with disadvantage. Okay, that's a hit. All right, rolling damage. That is a total of 10 bludgeoning. That is a magical mace. 10 bludge damage. Because smack and a big splattering of black fluid sprays across the room. Yummy. Um, with that, he will apply an unwavering mark as, and then swing in for the second uh, mace attack. Okay. Dirty 21 to hit. Shit, man. Getting some good rolls. Another hit. Roll your damage. All right. For 11 bludgeoning. Kasmak again. Yep. Cars it is, is not looking uh, like less put together than it was before, this creature. Perfect. All right. It's marked. Cars is pissed. And that is the end of his turn. Okay, keeping it rolling. It is now Crow's turn. Alrighty. Oh, would you say it's dimly lit in here? Um, no. Okay. Actually, it's um, dark in here. See. Dark. Okay, but not bright. That's what I'm getting. Not at. bright. No, there's no right, cool. no sources. The the light seems to be been coming from the chute itself, going down. So it's like it doesn't. It's very very dim right around the chute, but. The room is not illuminated by it. Alrighty then. I will get to stabbing as I do. Okay. Um, and I'll go ahead and let's see. I will um, use the cantrip. I guess I'll use green flame blade just for fun this time. Mm. So I will green flame blade it with my shadow blades. So it's shadowy green flames. And okay. It is with advantage because it is dark in here, which helps a lot. I'm guessing in this case, <laughs> it does. Uh, 20, 24 probably hits where a 10 would not. That is correcto. You get a hit in there. Alrighty. So it's going to be one of those weird, complicated mixture of damage types mm -hmm. kind of deal. Our favorites. Our favorite. Um, let's see. It'll be 14 psychic damage. Psychic damage. Okay. Yep. And it will also be 
a little fire damage too. Okay. Let's see. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. I thought you were about to say something. I'm just registering. Okay, registering that damage. So it will be plus. Ten fire damage. Ten fire damage. Okay. And got a little sneak attack because it's uh, advantage in the dark. Wow. And I'm really max on almost all these dice. This is pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> six uh, piercing added in there. So if you need just a okay. total. Yeah. No, I, I've been keeping track. One one thing. Yeah. I don't need the total. You can go tell me the total, but then I'll describe what happens. Just for fun, it's 30 total. 30 total damage. Well, that's even with the fire damage in there, which you notice sizzles and hisses as the room fills with water vapor. It's clearly resistant to fire damage. Okay. It breaks its form in half. It thrums with geometric patterns reminiscent to the ones underneath the barge. And then splat falls on the floor and dies. I like dissipate. Dissipates and completely. Okay. Let's kind of wipe off my uh, imaginary short sword here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you so have a movement action. Yeah, you um, have. Yeah. Let's see. So we have Bart's kind of in combat up ahead. Uh, Bart ran up and punched it with you, and now you slew it after an attack from Karzalek as well. Oh, that's right. He wasn't hit by the uh, thing. <laughs> the statue that I just assumed was a trap because, you know. It did not animate or anything like that. (laughs) All right. So no obvious threats right now. No. Easy peasy. Let's just keep going. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over to the other little thing. No! (laughs) I'm going to look over at I'm I'm looking at cars. Okay. I'm going to theatrically, like a witch during a cauldron, take my rapier and swish it around in there. And a bunch of flaky lime flies away from the basin. And otherwise, nothing happens. Oh, I feel just disappointed. Are, just just chose like, the wrong basin. I cannot believe yeah. this human being. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not looking look. for anything that's like underwater, like an object or, you know. Uh, let me think. I mean, I, I, I. No. Without sticking it, my it, hand in. That's what my, uh, my it looks like. Oh, sorry. Um, there is. Uh, it looks like actually you, you flop around in there and you notice that there's nothing in that one. Though I forgot to mention when you dissipated the creature, uh, ding 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 onto the floor is a platinum key and chain. Oh, cool. So I guess everybody probably saw that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's, well, we know where it is. Yeah. You know where it is. Someone's got it. Someone can grab it. Yeah, uh, that's it for me. Okay, moving along. Bart's turn. Bart, we'll grab it. You grab the platinum key and chain. Ding, 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 ding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then uh, Bart will like look around the room, see Crow like swishing the saber in, in the water, see nothing's happening, and scamper back into treasure room. And looks at the key in his hand. Looks to the chest <laughs> and runs to the chest. Oh, okay. yeah. And you inserts see, the key. You try to put the key in and 
clank. Right away, it is way too big for the lock on the chest. And you notice that the Ooh. lock on the chest is unlatched. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting a clearly undone padlock. Yeah. Like, 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 he said clank, that you clank. did, but like, clank, it's very monkey like. It's yeah, it doesn't look like it's no, locked, and I would have said, no, it's not locked. <laughs> you open the chest with the key in hand, like, oh, and inside it is a bazillion coral beads. Bazillion. Wow. I counted them that quick. Eh? Um, you look at it, and in your monkey <laughs> intelligence, you Mass estimate that probably at least five kajillion. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> to your right, on a pile of more of these beads and different kinds of coins and weird little trinkets, is a giant mask, much like the death masks you've seen scattered throughout the dungeon. There's Ooh. even another chest right behind you. There's a lot of treasure in here. There's sacks of treasure in the corner. There's a breastplate lying on top of the coins. I'm going to poke the death mask. Poke, poke. Poke, poke. It's sturdily constructed of jade and bronze and various other gems inlaid into it. Can I pick it up and put it on my monkey face? Yes. Now we see I'm for a moment it. in this room, Bart Fudd as a monkey wearing a Batrachian frog-like death mask. Very good. And that maybe you, inventory. yeah, you take hold of yourself and you're like, wait, what was I doing a second ago? Uh, then I'll dart back. I think one, two, okay. three, four. I'm going to go over here. And this thing is looking towards this door, right? Yeah, it's looking towards the door. Bart will pause for a moment. Bart the monkey will pause with his new mask. <laughs> look at this thing. Look at that okay. square directly in front of the door. Look at the key in his hand. Look at this thing. And then he's going to step into that square. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Go for it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> this thing on the pedestal. It looks at you. I'm a monkey and a death mask. giant stone face. It has three eyes. Let me see if I can uh, reveal it to everybody that may not be able to see it. That's the statue. Cool. Did you make that? I did make that. Yeah. That's good. Um, thank you. Let me read a little description about it here. A little bit more detail. The statue. You guys are familiar enough with statues in Bilbadur. There's something going on with it. It looks like if Slipnir and some sort of frog had a horrible love child. So if you're not familiar with Sleipnir, Sleipnir is like the Norse horse that has eight legs that Loki rides. Um, and also mates with, or is the son of, I can't remember which, maybe both. Um, this frog-bodied statue, oddly reminiscent in its bulk to Dap, has an unsightly number of legs, a large bulbous form, and a head with these three distinct eyes. It looks down at you as it moves its head and it says something to you without lips moving. And everyone would hear this. Um, it sounds like this. Wop, 
Yep, don't understand that. Okay. Do you do anything in response to that? Uh... I think probably what Monkey Bart would just do is kind of like hold hold the key out in front of him towards this thing in two hands. Because I don't think I have any more actions to like okay. open this door or anything. I've already interacted with a lot sure. of shit. So. Okay. You hold out the key towards it in two hands. It turns its stone head to the side. And you see around where it turns, there's this thin veneer of stucco, like many of the statues you've seen here. And it cracks. Underneath it is desiccated flesh. It says again to you, this time in another language. Something very similar in number of syllables. I think I know the answer to this question. Does anyone here speak Elvish? Nope. Spark? No, but what about the first language? Do you speak primordial? I actually do. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> going to change well, some then. things. Well, well, ah. well, well. <laughs> so as it's about somewhere to start Somewhere inside next... my programming. Yeah, yeah, somewhere inside your program. The old so, code uh, takes over. It says... And Spark, you understand what it says, whether or not anyone else does. It says, What are you doing? I think Spark just, like, ducks even lower behind the <laughs> cowering of the thing and like looks at everyone else and and recognizes probably that nobody else is rec- recognizing this I guess okay and as that moment passes it says the same phrase again in elvish you remember a marked similarity as it cycles through another language and another over the course of a few seconds here it's in the same order Oxal bottle when you first encountered Oxal bottle. Um, I think. Ah, oh, no, I don't think I would do anything. Never mind. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess if, if I see them not responding, I would uh, kind of like whisper into the room, like, "Uh, it's it's asking what you're doing here." Okay, that changes things. Bart. And I say that in common to everyone. Okay. If I can hear that from where I am. You can. It's loud. It's very loud and audible in the room. So I say it loud enough for everyone else to hear. Bart, you hear that? Uh, I guess Bart would then bonus action. D wild shape from monk monkey form back to goblin form so that Bart can talk again. I'm no longer a monk. I did multi-class briefly for a second there. <laughs> briefly multi-class <laughs> into a, a level five monk monkey. I didn't yes. even see that you had changed at all. Okay. You always were. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, same, 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 same. <laughs> so you're able to speak. Uh, I am going to 
I mean, speak in speak in Sylvan because I think that's like the the probably the closest thing that I feel this sure. thing could understand. And just uh, like we don't mean any harm or to disturb you, we're just trying to leave. Let us go away. We will not take anything, please. And like get down on my knees and hold the key okay. up still. But it know, replies. That's all I I'm not going to take anything. <laughs> we're, stretching, <laughs> we're stretching the limit of the six-second turn here, but just work with me here, folks. It responds. And Spark, um, you don't have to translate anymore because it says it in Sylvan, which now only Bart understands. It says... Another of Guo Guo's exiles. I mean, I can have a whole conversation with this thing. If you want me to have a conversation? You can reply with it. again. I, I, I again, mean, the turn order here. Okay. We have to remember. It's it's a tool, right? It's a game. Yeah, it's yeah. a tool for storytelling. It's so Bart. Bart is replying. I I will not lie to you. In much time has passed. What, whatever you are, we are not this Guaguas exiles. We fell here from above and are trying to escape. We mean you no harm. It shifts its head again and turns it around to look towards the tapestry. And it looks back at you, about to say something. And next in the order, at the round end, would be, we're sticking with our initiative board, Bart's birds, which are down below. But I think we have made it to a point where we can get out of initiative order. So you hear this conversation transpiring now a couple of lines back and forth after lines spoken in primordial and common. Now they're speaking in Sylvan. A little bit of a language barrier here for some of you. Freely move your tokens where you would like to go on the map if you would like to move. You may act out of turn order and I am deleting this godforsaken initiative count. Forever. Oh, goodbye, initiative count. Goodbye, initiative well count of two. So many weeks. So to six to seven to hours. Well, wow. we're out of initiative. Uh, what about this really quick idea? What if you yeah, played yeah. like a John Wick movie campaign that was just in initiative the entire time, but it was like hey, two years ago? I, I do think that certain things are great when they're played in initiative. Like the whole boat thing for salvage operation. You guys rolled two initiative checks for the entire thing. And uh, the rest I, of it was in. So just keep going. Could you imagine doing what we just did, though, but for two years? Let's go. That was suck. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah I, don't, I don't like that. I don't want to do turn order and dialogue. So uh, <laughs> here we are. And uh... Bart is talking to this creature in Sylvan. Yes, just try to uh, crow creep forward as you know, she lets her spell dissipate with her weapon and okay. making no non-threatening as possible. Uh, 
creeps up slowly, not understanding what's being said, and sure. just kind of quietly says to Bart, what are you two saying? Yeah, Bart will briefly switch comment and trying to just reassure it that we mean no harm and we're just trying to leave through this door. It, it seems very old, like the little robot squid flying thing. Hey, but um, you did see all all this treasure around, right? Bro. And as you guys are having this little conversation <laughs> on the side, it says again in Sylvan to you. Mm-hmm. Not exiles. Trapped. Trapped. Fell from above. Buried under time and dirt. Okay. Roll me a raw charisma check. Any rars in chat? Uh, do I have anything? Uh, do you still have <laughs> any of your bonuses from before? Yeah, that does anyone have any strength. bonuses or anything? I have inspiration. You could yeah. declare before you roll that you would like to roll raw charisma check. With sure, I'll do it. Advantage, okay. I'll do it. Goodbye, inspiration. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Got me a five, got me a nine. I will, a five and a nine, <laughs> I will ask is better. the big true. question. Does anyone have a mark of heroism they would like to spend <laughs> to re-roll this? Are you just milking us for our resources here? Come on. Maybe. Maybe ben, not. Yeah, I, um, I'm I just wondering. Not. I don't think I do. I think, I think we might have exhausted no. all of them. I'm not sure if we have. I, th- I think we didn't use them all. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. You well, just have to do something heroic, I guess. You just got to do some heroic shit. No. All this other stuff you've been like doing, totally not loving heroic. Yeah. heroic. I'm still hiding in the hole and, like, looking <laughs> yeah, down right. at, the, at the hole, like, <laughs> waiting to see a bunch of, like, zombies <laughs> enter the, Pour into the, the bottom of the tunnel. Yeah. I, I yeah. guess to check in, like, has Cars done anything during this little Yeah, yeah. What's Cars doing? Moment? I think uh, I was, I want, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this conversation finish, but as it yeah, stands, yeah. very contrary to Crow, Cars is just, like, like he's 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 very pissed about the situation with Dap, and he's moderately pissed about Crow completely unnecessarily triggering this beastie. He's gonna just kind of clomp in. He's gonna tear this banner off. Like he's just like he doesn't want to like. Yes. He just kind of tears the banner clear off and just kind of walks right in and just. What's going on in here? Mm. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Just see if there's a something we could do to get out of here. There's a no way out. Okay. Barely spares a glance at the treasures around him because he's mm. he's already burdened with enough things. He can't carry any of this. With sure, him. you're so heavy at this oh, point. Yeah. So you are, you're all you're all doing this, and we see I think from from the perspective of Spark back at the tunnel, uh, leading down, we see this unfolding up the stairs in this next chamber as this tapestry is ripped from its hooks and falls to the ground, fluttering, lands. And this thing says to you, Bart, not exiles, not dead. I cannot allow you to leave. Those who are sealed within remain. If uh, okay, sorry. Hold on. If you don't say anything, 
Uh, I think Bart would just kind of be sputtering, be like, I'm sure there's something we can do for you just to let us bash, please. Okay. Is it clear, like, with any body language that there's yeah. something, like, that Bart He's, is looking worried? You I can mean, tell Bart is begging right now. Like, because, I mean, like, there's no reason to even hesitate if Bart is, like, okay. it's clear that this thing is becoming hostile. It's not becoming hostile. It's not moving at this point. But right, but know? like the, from Bart's reaction, it's like negotiations are not going as planned. It, yes, yes, that's true. Now, before you true. react with that information, I'll confirm it does not look like it is going as planned. It says one last thing to you before I guess you can make your decision about a preemptive strike here. Should you prove true of heart... Perhaps I can right this wrong. Man, we yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 do I, what do I have to do? What do I do to, 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 to prove myself? Okay, I think like if this is a conversation that's happening, timing does yes. kind of matter here. Sure, it does. Like, it does that. Because Crow is like seeing, seeing this like Bart is begging to this mm -hmm. thing that Cars and I are about to be flanking. <laughs> so <laughs> Crow just looks at Cars and like pointedly looks at his weapon and at this thing like, are we doing this? Cars is Cars is in the mood to just. Yeah, I mean, Car if that's the okay. Car is like, I am in agreement. All right. Spark is just in the other room, uh, putting the banner in their backpack if it fits. All right. <laughs> so, do you guys make some sort of preemptive strike here, or what's the situation as we I think, come? I think, to I mean, I think point? What, from Crow is kind of like, you know, looking to Car is like be my guest like the honor is yours <laughs> like i'll back you up okay i mean i kind of think like this thing is looking over at bart cars is coming up behind it you know maybe cars can just like do this thing and smash it apart before it can even react yeah the way cars sees it um it sounds like we're mincing words with a statue that and the conversation and the words aren't mincing so finely so <laughs> if cars may take the liberty he would he would totally blow the surprise and just be like We're wasting time and take yeah. a swing at this thing okay you take a swing with your mace correct i okay. was a statue once too cars elect yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay hold on hold on let's let's stay in it here so you bring down your mace on this statue i want Correct. you to roll instead of with disadvantage because it is a statue and you are doing this with a bit of surprise as it's talking to somebody i want you to roll with a normal 1d20 and cancels it out your disadvantage well so so normal normal attack one d20 okay. no advantage or disadvantage that's a 13 but with okay. the with my attack bonus, that's uh, what I, uh, that's a twenty-two, dirty twenty-two. All right, the statue with a this, you said thirteen to hit. That's a thirteen without the attack modifier, correct? Oh, without the attack modifier. Yeah, okay, with, sorry, so. with the, sorry, that was that's just the roll. That's just the d twenty. But with the attack modifier, it's twenty-two. 
Oh, 22 is definitely... Okay, I didn't have to look it up then. Yes. 22 is a hit. Go ahead and deal your damage. That is 11 bludgeoning. 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Karzalek brings down his mace on the rear of this statue's bulbous frame. It shatters into a bunch of different pieces as stucco flakes off the desiccated flesh that lies underneath. And quickly, this thing within rises up to a much taller height. Underneath this, this thing's facade is a monstrosity. It has an uncanny number of limbs underneath it, and it hefts the pole arm above you with its broad blade at the tip. Its three eyes crack open one at a time, and yellow swirling pupils are within. This behemoth looks at you, Karzalek, with its head turns around in this preternatural angle, impossible for a normal creature. And it opens its mouth and just... And we'll just have to go right back into initiative next time. Oh, yeah. That was a great sound effect, by the way, Ben. That Thank was you. Well done. That was pretty good. You've had a lot of practice, a year of practice making frog, <laughs> frog monster sounds. My Fresh. inward screaming frog screams have really developed over the whole year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Hey, any inward chance frog. I would we remark on that hit, by the way? Is that, uh, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll,